It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to this week's episode of the Sultans of Smoke Cigar Cast. As always, make sure you guys are getting over and checking out our sponsor. Cigar Noise Weekly. 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 Welcome to the Sultans of Smoke Cigar Cast, episode 161. Drew, Mo. Yo. Moo Cow Ridge. Bringing the bull. And the one and only, Matt Booth. Oh, hello, everyone. Hello, hello. Good evening. How are you? Doing well, man. Thank you for uh, thank you for joining us. It's my it's my pleasure. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how genuine that sounded, but you know what? We're gonna take the compliment anyway. Sure, it's will. my pleasure, man. I mean, this is how how could I? I mean, when the opportunity comes uh, <laughs> yep. to to parlay with the Sultans of Smoke, minus one member, of course. It's, I mean, how could I, how could I turn away from that opportunity? I am elated to be here. Matt is one of very few double guests on the Sultans of Smoke. Uh, we oh, had him on about one guests? year ago. Well, no, it's not by design. It's just that everybody that comes onto our podcast goes out of business. They just, they just never, or they, they go out of business or they just never come back. <laughs> they, they go out of Do business. You know, both, both. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. in, well, We'll give it time. Yeah, I mean, this year could this year could finish us off, you know. So yeah. maybe we just need <laughs> yeah. maybe maybe we just have a little bit more strength, and we need to double up on the dose of uh, Sultan's dose. Uh, you know, I, I would like to bring to light a photograph. If we can track it down, I'll get it for you. Um, you know, and and it kind of speaks to the comment you just made. Um, you know, tragically, and th- and this is not the joking matter. Uh, but a dear friend of ours store in Los Angeles, Lone Wolf, uh, David is the owner, longtime friend, uh, was yeah. torn apart during rioting in Los Angeles last year. And, oh, wow. you know, obviously our hearts go out to him for that. Brightside, okay, was a photograph that came of the aftermath of this, you know, rampage through his store. It looked like, you know, Velociraptors had a fucking fuck fest and his store was just destroyed, you know? And, uh, but up on the top shelf in the middle of the room in plain sight was an unmolested box of big payback. Nice. So they tore the entire store apart, but yet did not want that. <laughs> and I, and I just, I think that that's supposed to the comment that you, cause that was the first thing I said. I saw the photo. I was like, fuck David, I'm so sorry. And I was like, Oh man, they didn't even want that. <laughs> Actually, first I was like, "That's right, you can't take me down. We stay standing." Last man standing, I was like, "No, no, no, don't kid yourself, Booth. That means nobody took it. Nobody, nobody wanted it. Nobody wanted it. <laughs> like literally, they ripped the fucking carpet up. They didn't want the box. Yeah. You know, sounds like if Cow had a Tinder profile. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, so." Real quick, that shop, so just to give people context, that shop is in Santa Monica. That is well, the shop yeah. where, like, dudes like James Worthy hang out at and stuff, right? I'm like, assuming there, that's there's a person that's in professional athletics, I wouldn't know. Yes, yeah, okay. yeah, Hall of Fame, L.A. Laker. But there are big names that hang out at that place. This is not mm-hmm. just, like, a shop on the side of a road, like, gorgeous lounge, um, oh, it's off the chain. Beautiful store. Yeah. Uh, been there for a long time. So that that's pretty crazy that 
uh, that that got torn up. I did not know mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. It did, man. It did. Do I'll try to track together? down that photo for you. Yeah, it's they're they're up and running, functioning. I've been receiving their newsletters, so uh, they've been they've been hosting events in there. So they're all they're all back to you know business as usual, apparently. Very cool. That's good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully that's not what happens after this podcast for for your brand. Oh, that we go out of business. Right. Well, I mean, I'm just going to keep coming back and doing your podcast until we do. Like if. If yeah. this one doesn't shut it down, we'll go for threesies. We'll triple up. <laughs> right. You know, we'll just keep it going. Yeah. Mo's been working on it for a while here. Yeah. Yeah. And it's finally working. So just a matter of time. <laughs> nice. So you're finally in that home stretch. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it. Getting all the, the weird le- the phone calls you're not answering, like the whole right. thing. Like you're, we're almost mm-hmm. home, baby. Mo, mm-hmm. just stay the course. Mm-hmm. Stay the course. Yeah, the Sir course business. is coming to fruition. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, p- speaking of that, though, Patina just won a cool award. Before yeah. we dive into our, our our topic du jour, I want to make sure to mention that because I think there's some of our listeners are going to be incredibly excited about that topic. Other listeners might say, uh, I don't know, but they should stay tuned anyway. Um, no, they'll so all hit that. They'll all be able to digest. <laughs> it's, a, it's a it's a bit of a deep dive but if you pay attention you might learn something absolutely yeah, we'll, we'll get into that deep dive in just two seconds but for, first i do want to throw in that that patino maduro award so tell us about that before we dive deep into this uh, uh this uh, chasm of insanity i literally was just sitting watching uh i think i was watching vikings uh, and I get a text message, hey, man, you just won this on Cigar Dojo, under Radar Cigar of the Year. I had no idea. Uh, but that was cool, man. I mean, um, you know, some people were like, oh, it would have been cooler if you were in the top whatever. And actually, not really, because that's a standalone category versus being like number 15 or whatever. I don't have well, to like pull a- to win number one. Sleeper you know. cigar of the year, basically. Right. And so I'm all about that. And, you know, obviously the goal, and, and Matt, you you know this, um, the goal is to eventually be on the radar consistently. Mm-hmm. Um, so We're still trying I, to get there. I, right. And, and I hope mm-hmm. that, you know, stuff like that is, is that catapult, you know, that you're becoming more of a household name. And that's the type of thing from that, outlet because cigar dojo has a massive following um you know so uh it was good it was really cool man and and uh yeah i was i was happy so it's all about consistency man you just got to keep that name popping Mm -hmm. up into people's minds they Mm -hmm. fucked up though man it should have been your connecticut Mm. fuck that other cigar the connecticut is the shit (laughs) (laughs) i love it everybody should just try both and uh, they should decide for both. themselves. They should Ooh. try both, and they should decide for themselves. But what Ooh. I'm saying is that Connecticut is the fucking truth. No, thank you. Lick it. Lick it. <laughs> so speaking of licking <laughs> it. He does his um, own segues. This is crazy. We are... Mm-hmm. Uh, you see? We have been... So there was a topic that Drew was real interested in and wanted to revisit, and mm-hmm. uh, Kyle... Kyle really took a great interest in it. And um, and so they want to know more about, Kyle, what do we want to know more about? 
Uh, we we need to talk about eating ass. We've not talked about eating ass enough. <laughs> now, I rumor has it that this subject uh, was present on one of your previous broadcasts. It was it was part of the it was woven in to the genetic fabric of one of your prior shows. Is am I correct in saying this? Yeah, it was yeah. tossed in there. He was talking <laughs> in there. Look at yeah. this clever guy. He's a, a little sassy guy. He is with that, you know. <laughs> and and it, but but this came from now. Now how did this how did this come to be? I mean, I'm I'm just trying I'm trying to get my sea legs here in the conversation before I dive headfirst into this uh, subject matter, of course. So so Drew, you got a first, DM, rather. right? Face first. Um, you started this topic. <laughs> oh, cool. wait. So Sultans of Smoke got a DM from, it was Room 101 Cigars. Yeah. Right? That's correct. Allegedly. What did it say, Drew? I'm, I'm trying to find it here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull it back up. Yeah, allegedly. We're just, yeah, yeah. You take your time. You find that, oh. that message. <laughs> that document trail. Message. Yeah. Well, I'll find the alleged document. It says, uh, allegedly. <laughs> Eating ass in 2021, yeah or nah? Though, I, I think I think it actually said Gia. Gia, uh, my bad. Yeah, pronunciation. Like MC8, MC8's vernacular, a, like Gia. Yeah, a little off. Or nah. So now uh, I receive a text communique from uh, a, my dear friend Mukau here. Um, you know, something to the effect of like. Uh, you know, ass eating question mark or something like that. Now, now, mind you, um, there's there's something to be. Was this a solicitation, by the way? Yeah. Well, no, I think was cut. so. What prompted this? Was, so I left. Well, okay, truth time, right? Uh, in all in all reality, there's uh, you know, I can't take full responsibility for the communication. Um, I, I was teetering on the verge of a, of a tequila blackout at that point. But I think what happened was uh, there was some sort of uh, question thrown out there into the ethers by the Sultan saying like, Hey, what topic should we cover or something of this nature? Right. This is what you were, you were fishing for uh, fodder for future conversation on your shows. I believe any subjects we should cover in the, in the coming year, something to that, that sounds right. Mm -hmm. that we sounds, do that. That sounds eerily familiar. So I think in that right. moment, Dr. Roxo activated on the question and, and took to, you know, took to the DMs, uh, you know, obviously with some fervor there and, you know, Ooh. tossed a, tossed a subject into the ring for your consideration, Ooh. you know, you see. And I think it's actually a very interesting subject because yeah, how old is everyone here on the, on the little shindig, the, all the ladies around the campfire here? We're in our thirties, at least. Yeah, yeah, mid to high thirties. Yeah. So, like, ass eating, ass eating was fully underground, you know, for the longest time. Oh, it yeah. was a prison was, thing. Yeah, this was this was straight up jam or jelly, toss my salad, do my laundry, hold my pocket, and somehow, as many things. I mean, look, tattoo <laughs> culture has evolved out of the prison system. You know, many many things come. The uh, the you know ever sought after uh, top ramen burrito. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Those no, actually, I, what? what? What's that? 
Everybody just chill. We're, we're going to cover one thing here. <laughs> some, some of your listeners, some of your listeners are out there like that motherfucker. No. And uh, tragically, that's actually a, a very telling uh, thing for you, sir or ma'am. But uh, the wait, oh, idea. Wait, you, what is it? Are top? we going to really talk about Top Ramen Burrito right now? Yes, I don't know what that is I, either. I mean, I think we need to take a detour, yeah. I mean, you Is it a just, food item or a sex act? I don't think it's a food item. No, I'm, Man, I'm know, guessing Bukal, not. There should, be, there should be a lewd sexual act named. It's done. We're just going to create something right now. Uh, consider it done. I'll, it'll be on Urban Dictionary by the time the show's uh, live on the internet, you know. Um this isn't live right now. Like, I don't have to get on Urban Dictionary now, right? This is <laughs> no, recording. No, you're good. Okay. You, so you got 24 time. hours. Right. There you go. There, there you have it. <laughs> no, it's, it's, a, it's a food item uh, basically constructed from a, a package of uh, top ramen, a meal, rather. Uh, and you can throw extra shit into it uh, should you have it available to you. Um, but the idea is that it's, uh, you know, you smash up the ramen noodles um, uh, with the flavoring inside and, and additives, like I said, should you have available. Uh, and then you wear it in the, in the sweatband of your, your pants over the course of the day or longer, and you allow these ingredients to blend and, and marry with one another. And right. then, you, uh, then you consume the, the delightful snack. This seems directly related to eating ass because there it is. It's right there. You get your ramen burrito right with it. Get your ramen burrito, you mm-hmm. know, and, and, and really the idea and, and what is, isn't it cooler? Like the power of mystique, like, wasn't it so much cooler when you didn't know? And now it's just like, Oh, you like fabricate some chicken shit, fake burrito out of ramen. Cause you, you know, and now, and now that's common knowledge amongst the sultans and your, and your listenership. Yeah, I gotta be honest. That that was a little bit of a letdown. I was expecting something. I felt, more. I felt the wind come out of your sails as I was explaining it. it. I, I felt it was <laughs> entirely too built up. Well, well, let's pick up another wave here. So continue okay. with the ass eating. Well, I just, I was completely underground for the longest time, right? Yep. Yeah. And, yeah. and somehow, I like I turn around. You know, this is like life, right? We're we're charging forward. You know, you're you're fighting the good fight you know, fueled by the American dream, the entrepreneurial spirit, the yep. never die spirit. And, you know, you, sometimes you blink and a couple of years have gone by and you turn around, you're like, fuck, was that four years ago already? You know, so, you know, I feel like I just blinked. I turn around and now not only is ass eating openly a thing, but it's like, uh, you know, it's like Britney Spears on the radio. It's full blown mainstream pop music, you know, pop culture, like everybody's eating ass now. Mm-hmm. And so, and so mm-hmm. now that we've gone through and experienced this life-changing evolution um, <laughs> that began, you know, springtime last year for us Americans here, right? Um, and and this was nothing. I mean, all thought process around it aside. I mean, if you strip it down to the bare facts here, it was a life-changing evolution. It changed the way, you know, uh, we're going to live we're living our lives now and, and going to continue to change the way we live our lives in the future. And Oh my God, can you imagine the volume of ass eating last year? Everybody's in the house. Ooh, yeah. Eating ass more than ever. 
So it went it went straight to mainstream, <laughs> right? And then you have COVID down content, the rabbit hole, right? So it's mm-hmm. like you know, imagine this. Think about this out there in internet land, yeah, all of you. You're like, oh, I don't, you know, I don't usually, uh, I haven't really, uh, you know, fucked with tequila that much. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try a little taste of that at the house. What do I got? You know, I don't have to get up till ten, roll on to my virtual, you know, version of my job, whatever. And the next thing you know, you've been on a tequila bender for three weeks because you're like, oh my god, I love tequila now, you know. And so everyone's experimenting. And if you take that logic and and you know, turn focus to the uh, the orally uh, pleasured uh, pepper shooter there, you would understand <laughs> that there's been a whole, there's a, been a, a, a colossal level of additional acid. Who knows what that's up? I mean, the, the off-premise alcohol sales last year was rumored to break the 400% uh, margin in terms of uh, increase in business, you know? And, you know, what, what percentage are we at with acid-eating? I mean, who knows? Maybe we'll never know. You know, do you think it went um, in, in waves though, as like the toilet paper and the, the wipes went low? Well, it's just like anything, my man. It's like the cost of gas. They raise the cost of gas, right, every year. Yeah. Because people are going to be out on the road vacationing and shit. And then when it's time to get back to, you know, the standard, uh, more pedestrian schedule of life, they lower the price of gas maniacally. But it does not yet go down. It never goes back to from where it came. That's true. Right? So it's this constantly escalating volume. Well, in terms of gas, constantly escalating price, like baseline price for gas. And I'd say the same thing. I'd say there were a tremendous amount of people experimenting with ass eating, if not doubling down on a pre-existing ass eating regimen. Right? (laughs) And that's what led to, like, toilet paper shortages was the rise of ass-eating? Well, you better be using that toilet paper. Yeah, that okay, you better, wipes. You better be cleaning that shit up. We are not going down the Hershey Highway of Destruction, all right? This better be, uh, you know, obviously uh, a pleasure uh, for both parties. You know, this ain't the fucking cleanup crew, bro. What, what, are, you, what are you thinking? It's disgusting, man. Of course, people pay extra for that kind of action in certain establishments, but I mean the the standard fare, I'd say, right? So, I think the entire and, and I'm making no correlation uh, between the uh, uh, shortage of toilet paper and the escalated uh, amount of ass eating in this country and probably the world for that matter, right? So, uh, but my my whole thought really, uh, and what bewilders me is how did this become so mainstream when it's such a kind of a, uh, you know, a backdoor activity? Well, here's a question for you then. Do you think it's actually that mainstream or do you think everybody just talks about it? Like in, you know, in middle school when everybody talked about sex and none of those kids were having sex. That's true. That's a good question. Well, I mean, some of them were, but not that many. Look at the fucking big brain on Moocow. Which is uh, yeah. such a gorgeous, one of his uh, most gorgeous organs. And he's always right. coming up with shit. He's so sharp, man. This is a very good point, Mocha. I just feel like it's even been woven into storylines and movies that are like, you know, major blockbusters. Uh, you know, it's not, not like underground, fine underground cinema, as it were. 
So so let's get straight to the crux of the matter. Uh, are you personally mm. for or against the ass eating, or are you just I'm interested for... in a cultural sense? Uh, no, no, I'm I am uh, I am a uh, provider of a myriad of services. Okay, <laughs> and, and have been throughout my life. You know, I consolidate and focus all of my services now on one being and forever will. Right. And, um, you know, but, uh, I'm for it. I'm for whatever your partner likes. I mean, that's the whole idea is that you are pleasing one another. Right. Mm -hmm. But, you know, just like, you know, and, and I could flash back, right. I could go back to when I was super mad at Tyra Banks. Cause I thought she fucking gave up, you know, she was one, she was, she was the linchpin. Although we think it was JLo, right? Many people credit JLo with popularizing ass, right? Tyra Banks was the first to put the idea out there. that thick ass was, was something of mainstream flavor. Now I had been a subscriber from day one. However, you know, many people, I was like, you know, get, get out of my lawn, get off my, get off my yard with that shit. You know, it's, uh, this is my sector. And then before I knew it, they were storming the booty gates and then booty was popular and it was a mainstream thing. And I think the same thing has happened with Assy. Am I jumping so around too much? Or, or no. So, it? so the, it actually somewhat makes sense because I can't believe we're, talking seriously about this but if you this is a serious subject it it is it's it's a it's a walk down popular culture i guess and uh so if you go to any fitness facility and you take half a second to look around you will see how much time people focus on working their uh glutes if you will uh today versus 10 years ago, 20 years ago, uh, is very, very different. Um, and I mean, quite frankly, I mean, I think we're coming to an apex. I think we're coming to a point where things that are ass centric mm-hmm. will become this axis for the universe to oscillate on as, as it already is for many people. But I think the more mainstream that we go with ass, it's it's uh, you know it's undeniable. I mean, rumor has it, rumor has it that now men are getting ass implants. That can't be. It I, is a fact. I believe it, my friend. I bring to you the facts for you to digest. I table them for conversation <laughs> and for your listenership to digest. You know. Well, so so here's a potential counterpoint, though. <laughs> right? So. <laughs> I'm not going to disagree with the the ass the ass uh, the growth of the ass in every way. Yeah. Um, but Drew, yeah, I'm guessing that you know some people that like <laughs> ass a lot, but don't eat ass. Why? Why? Why do you assume I do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what the because fuck? What, what, because you came out as anti-ass eating before. Oh. Oh, but I bet you like some butt. Yeah. You know what it is, man? It's like you get addicted to oxys and then they're either too expensive or they just don't do enough for you. And so the natural progression is heroin. Now, (laughs) where do you go from ass ass eating? (laughs) You 
start to appreciate the booty. You start to want to touch it more and more and have dealings with it and encounters with it more and more. And you become so uh, focused that you ultimately end up diving in. Yeah. This is what happens. So it's like a black hole. It just sucks you in. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Ass eating is the heroin of uh, booty enthusiasts. Hmm. It's deep. It is deep. (laughs) Now, look, this conversation, it's all hoo hoo ha ha funny shit. And we're saying things that some people like, dear God, what the fuck has happened to the Sultans of Smoke? And why are they letting this animal speak? And then other people like, you know, I think they've, I think he's got a good, Matt Booth's got a good point. But my, my point is, is that this is, if you really strip away, Right. You strip away <laughs> uh, any of the method of delivery of this messaging, and you focus on the content of the of the message, right, mm-hmm. and of the information. This is uh, this is real, man. So here's a follow up question. And I feel like Moo Cow and I are having a conversation, and you, t- where's Mo? Is Mo Down scared or, or is he masturbating? I, <laughs> little, little of both. Me, me, like mentally masturbating, like... physically scared. <laughs> I look at uh, it, it's no. I just the, okay. There are things that <laughs> this in this conversation to me the prevalence and um. Let's see. General acceptance of ass eating as a normal thing is part of a larger, broader subject matter that is outside the purview of this podcast. So mm. that that's why I'm I'm more or less sitting out the the conversation on that because to me there, there's bigger things at play than than just <laughs> no pun you know that than just the uh, that piece of it, if that makes sense. Okay. Stick a pin in that. Cause we're going to circle back to that in one. Yeah. Second. That, that might cow. be an off air conversation. Oh my. Yeah. It, that, that's you, not something I'm going to put out into the universe. Are you saying might be because you're actually saying, yeah, that's a hard no on that for on the air. Yeah. yeah. Understood. Yeah. Okay. I'm so interested though. Lo- I'm, I mean, obviously, turn the fucking recording off now. Let's get down. Like, I think that's yeah. what we should do. Let's but do. Oh, Cal had a point to make. You had a point to make. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's a question. Hey, Bo, you're not getting out of that. It's just a follow-up question. Uh, does this uh, does this conversation change the way that you would respond to somebody who says that your cigars taste like ass? You know, that's a phenomenal, that's a phenomenal question. Unbelievable. I mean, look, listen, I mean, he's amazing. Pure talent. He's fucking amazing. He really is. You know, uh, yeah, I I think I would. I think now, uh, based on this, you know, um, eye-opening experience that we've had on this podcast, I think that, uh, I think that I would absolutely, um, you know, I would I would definitely change my approach with the way that I would address something like that. Because if they say it tastes like ass, I say, you know, this is 2021. Everyone's eating ass. Thank you, sir. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Appreciate- this means you should pay me more. <laughs> right. Because you're now copying 
free add-on experience that people <laughs> typically pay more for. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like a reach-around. It's the 2021 it's reach-around. full reach-around. Cigar tastes like ass? Give me an extra 10 spot. Yeah. And you're welcome. <laughs> What about the free hat? Get the fuck out of here. You got enough. Go. <laughs> fuck off. Uh, by the way, if people are enjoying this conversation, one thing I would recommend checking out on Netflix is The History of Swear Words, which is actually really funny, hosted by Nicolas Cage. I uh, couldn't oh get God. past five minutes in that. Really? It was the funniest damn thing I've seen in a while. Oh, oh man. I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah, I'll have to look. What I didn't tried. you like, Well. Is it the same I, the same cultural concept? No, just too silly. Like I, I was actually hoping for a documentary uh, where I could learn. And I mean, even though it's educational, but it, it just look. I got through the the word fuck. I got through about fifteen minutes of that episode, and I just felt like I don't I don't know. Just wasn't I don't know. Just didn't enjoy it. Yeah, it's I'll about give three it minutes that. of education and about 15 minutes of, of jokes. Mm. Uh, yeah, I get that. I, I would prefer more substance myself. I'll mm-hmm. still keep it out, but I kind of – I get where Mo's coming from on that. I do. I want to dig in, you know. Yeah. I want to actually know this shit. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I've always wondered that. When I saw that – I'm like, who's to say that shit is a swear or fuck? I mean, like, mm-hmm. who – who determines this? Is it like, you know, Webster's Dictionary says, okay, that's that's a swear. That's not. I mean, what is it? Like, how do how does something become a forbidden or taboo word versus something that isn't? Absolutely. That's what I want to know. Absolutely. The one that they Just had the like how- history on, by the way, was damn. If you want to dive into a history one, watch the damn. Okay, I'll okay. look at it. I'll give it another shot. Okay. Absolutely. I'll check out damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like to use damn. Damn is a good one. Damn's good. That's good. Damn is good. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I see. I so, see. Uh, yes. I was gonna say we had a question from uh, NC six seven eight nine. I think that's his uh, Instagram handle. He said, "Which one of us would we want to fight?" Like right, like we'd have Just to a total total stuff. shift, right? So what so, the fuck? No, hold on a second. <laughs> so I was thinking about this, and I was like, I would fight myself. I'd beat the living shit out of myself for coming back for more of this shit week after week. And so I wouldn't fight Mukau. I wouldn't fight Drew. I wouldn't fight Danny. I'd just beat the shit out of myself. You just ram your whole face into like an old school drinking fountain over and yes. over until yes. your facial structure just yeah. goes away. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. That's how I feel about the cigar business. Oh, fuck. Don't get it started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe some divergence and, on ass-eating, but we have found common ground. Well, look, man. I, you know, I think, I think that the common ground, I think that this forthcoming conversation air, is going to reveal, uh, you know, uh, a lot of common ground that he just doesn't want to get into because he's... Uh, you know, I, I don't know, a pussy or something. I, I don't know why you doesn't right. want to talk about this. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. I'm just fucking with you, man. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no, I, you're right. Mo has a lot of... I mean, that's Mo has more That was spot on. Us. He wasn't kidding. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not disputing this. I'm, you're right. <laughs> Mo, Mo is a private person, and he wants to get into the, the full scope 
of uh, ass-eating convo off the air. I respect that. And I'm, I just, I'm look, ready it, to have the conversation. It's, and, and the reality is it's nothing about me personally. It's my thesis on why it has become prevalent and generally accepted. That's all I'm, I have a I'm thesis very on it. Yeah. I'm very interested. That's in it. Yeah, I got to hear this. Absolutely. You know, and and I and I think uh, it goes without saying. The TLE girls listen to your podcast frequently, right? I believe they so. sure say so. So yeah. I hope so. Well, I, I would just I would also like to apologize in total for this <laughs> to them, no to no one else, but to them, uh, because they they actually keep me. Uh, level, you know, like I, I mind my manners uh, with them, and I, I just uh, so if they listen, I'm sorry, but it it had to happen. We had to have we had to have this roundtable. Absolutely. The re- yeah. the reality is, if you were going to offend anybody, it sure as hell wouldn't be Eric on Amy. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty that, true. You know, they, it's true. Uh, they're they, pretty, you know, yeah. I feel I feel they make me feel more responsible when they're around. So. Fair. I like to control myself around. They do. Uh, one, one thing that listeners should know about when Mo says he has a thesis about something or some deep thoughts about something that he doesn't say on air, he's almost always right. Just just to put that out there. Nailed it. I can't wait, man. I'm excited. Because <laughs> this is real, right? I mean, this is... And you could apply absolutely this is. metric to a whole bunch of other shit, but it's just my focus... And Dr. Roxo's focus one fateful evening not too long ago in your uh, direct messages just happened to be uh, eating ass. I mean, it, we could, uh, it could be anything, you know. Uh, Drew, who would you fight going back to that? I want to fight Danny. Mm. You want to? Or yeah. You to if you had to pick, pick one. He would, he would be the one. I saw the question pop up and I was like, who would it be? I think I'd struggle yeah. with Mo. So uh, I want somebody a little easier. <laughs> Cal fucking's a black belt in hop keto or something like that. Well, he would be I, yeah. why I wouldn't because I don't want right. to get my ass kicked. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, so I'm thinking I could. Uh, it it would still be a good struggle, but I'm thinking I could take uh, I could take Danny. Yeah. It's so you're going the path strictly. of least resistance. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> But, but but I think he'd be feisty, so it'd make it fun. Oh, he'd be dirty as fuck. Yeah, put on a good show. So mm-hmm. I think it'd be awesome. Danny is that guy that yeah, he's going jugular balls, kneecaps. I mean, there there'll be no there'll be no holes barred. A lot of balls. <laughs> a lot of I'd balls. say balls. <laughs> <laughs> might even Oof. I like I like Mo's answer. I, I related to that. I like it a lot. That's real. <laughs> I mean, Cal, who would you fight? I had the same thought process as Drew did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, on uh, <laughs> on the on the latest uh, Hot Ticket podcast that Danny was on. Uh-huh. Did you guys listen to that? If you didn't, no, you should. I haven't had a chance. They asked him, are you a lover or a fighter? He said, I'm a lover. Mm-hmm. And that means I could probably kick his ass. <laughs> <laughs> nice. There you go. And Drew, so, like the thing, the thing about Drew is he's, he's big, right? He, he works out and shit. Yeah. So there's two kinds of big guys. 
there's the big guy that's never gotten a fight because he's a big guy, right? right. And he, he, you could probably take him on. And then there's the big guy that like got in a lot of fights because he's the big guy and people go after mm. the big guy. I don't know which one Drew is, but I'm not going to flip a coin. Right. There you go. Smart. Interesting. (laughs) Do you see that with big dudes, Drew? Oh, yeah, yeah. Some are just uh, trying to get their bluff in on you. Mm -hmm. Some have actually been in scraps, yeah. Which one are you now that we've talked about it? Uh, They're sizing you up now, bro. I mean, it's it's been a while, but I've been in a few. I have some some uh, training, so... A little bit of boxing, a little bit of uh, jujitsu. I'm not not so com- Danny. Not completely amateur. Confirms <laughs> 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 your uh, so initial okay. uh, inkling. That's a wild question. <laughs> that guy wanted to mix it up with you guys. He wanted to, he wanted to stir shit up. Yeah, sometimes I'm not sure if our listeners really like us or like to fuck with us <laughs> or both. Mm. Well, so. sometimes, as you know, when you actually genuinely like someone you tend to fuck with them a little bit that's true yeah so they probably appreciate you tremendously i know i could be all right let's hit another topic up here uh is a hard turn uh but it's a topic you wanted to talk about mo uh, about people people talking about their sports teams and saying we when they refer to their sports team like we're gonna play tonight or we won right you said oh you had a new God. thought. Yeah. So generally speaking, my entire life, I've been completely against the use of we unless, A, you work for the organization in some mm-hmm. sort of capacity. B, you actually play on the field, right? Otherwise, mm-hmm. there's, there's no fucking we about it. There's no we. <laughs> You're not paid by that. them. You're not suiting up. You're, you are a fan of a team. Correct. But recently, I have kind of, like, now that we have so many, like, sports are being played without fans, right? And that, for the most part. Um, hmm. and Well, the Bears have been playing that way for years. Yeah, okay, Kyle. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, uh, that's, yeah, that's good. That is pretty good. But <laughs> you, you have these teams that used to have this massive home field advantage okay kind of disappear and and it's even things out so then i started thinking about how many great teams had shitty attendance right and i couldn't think of any off the top of my head where i'm like yeah that was a really good team that won a lot of games or won a championship or whatever and had zero fans at their games there's an energy that is created in the stadium, like, right, that, that the people involved feed off of. And it's kind of the same if you go to the gym. Like, if the gym is empty, you, it's not, not as motivating as if there's a decent number of people in there and you're feeding off the energy of, of the people working out, right? So I guess not to change and say it's acceptable to say we, but I could certainly now better understand why people might feel like fans have a bigger impact on the game than I originally thought. No, that's totally fair. Live so, music as well. Same thing. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Does this also apply to cigar events? 
in my experience, uh, a healthy crowd uh, can absolutely, uh, or the energy or lack thereof can absolutely um, impact your event, right? I mean, you oh, have yeah. to be you have to be man enough to go in there and fucking turn them into uh, to try to suck as much energy out of them as humanly possible, which I do. But sometimes, man, you just got a bad crowd. You know, it just is what it is. It's life. Matt, have you, and I don't know, man, it's probably been a while for you because I'd imagine when you do an event, a lot of people come, but like for me, I'm still, yeah, I mean, you're right. Yeah. So, but like, especially when you were first starting out, maybe you could relate to this. Like, dude, I've done tastings or things like that where like three people show up and you're just Mm -hmm. deflated versus a bunch of people are coming in. They're, they're all buying at least one cigar to try. Most of them have never heard of you, but at least they're willing to give it a shot. And you feed off of that. All of a sudden, you find yourself interacting with people more. You're more talkative. You're more excited about it. I get it. I can see that. Yeah, man. No, I understand completely. I mean, when I was starting out, bro, I remember vividly uh, having several events in the Ohio area. And I literally thought that a tumbleweed was going to blow through the store. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. I'm waiting for like, yeah, John Wayne to show up. Yeah. Yeah. And one dude from the night before that really liked our conversation showed up and like (laughs) pity fucked, bought a box from me, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh man. I I mean, I've been through all of it. I've been, you know, I mean, dude, events where the doors are blown off and everything in between. Right. Yeah. But it does. It, it, uh, you know, but that's the thing, man, is you don't have the luxury of, Becoming deflated. I mean, you can internally be deflated by it, but you don't have that luxury. You just got to keep killing them. You know? Right. Of course. Even if there's even if there's no one in there and it's just one lonely shop manager, you literally have to run up and mount them like a small jackal trying to make love to a giant grizzly bear and just don't let go. Just jump on them and don't let go until they're yours. <laughs> right. Make them yours, Monk. That's hot. Conquer them. Conquer yeah, them. that's exactly how make it so it. it would be impossible <laughs> for them to forget you you know what i'm saying absolutely you know what i'm saying life-altering experience give me your thesis on that i will uh-huh. <laughs> it, it actually it actually is part of uh the, the thesis of ass eating so. <laughs> excellent see it all cosmically tethers together it's perfect mm-hmm. it actually does so with all that stuff can people refer to their favorite cigar brand as we? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Actually, you know, let me rephrase that. I like, and trust me, one of my favorite parts about this whole fucking hullabaloo over the years has been the connectivity factor with people. Mm-hmm. And and coming into contact with people that gave a shit enough uh, to be curious about what we were doing, uh, to to take the effort to show up to one of our events, or you know that that cat that shows up and is inquire asking me questions about periods of my life or things that I've done or components mm-hmm. of our brand that actually 
is reflective of the fact that this person has done their homework and they have a heightened level of interest in our brand and what we do, right? Um, so I think that, it, and and this is me speaking personally on my feelings on my own brand, uh, because we do have uh, a ravenous level of followership at a certain level, right? And over the years, they've far more been like family than customers, you know? Right. Um, I think from the outside looking in, someone might refer to them as customers. I would, mm -hmm. I would almost be taken back. Like I wouldn't refer to some of them as customers, you know, um, mm -hmm. because of how close we've become, you know? And so uh, I feel like that would be a slight or an insult or, or, um, just not enough, you know? So, uh, I think there is a possible, I think that there's a way for there to be that level of participation and connectivity with a brand to say we, but you got to be really fucking up on that nucleus, Mukau. You know what I mean? Like you got to be humping. You got to be give. You got to be latched on to that nucleus, you know, in order for for you to say we. I think. Yeah, I I agree with that a hundred percent. I think there are certain people in my small universe that are that absolutely can say we. Um, and I, in fact, I take it as a compliment that they're so vested in it mm -hmm. that they feel like it's we, right? Fucking A. Um, and then there are other people uh, that I'd just be like, we? Where the fuck have you been? <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. So, yeah, mm. I mean, it just it just depends, right? I, I don't want somebody jumping on we when we start to win championships. But if Gay. you were there from, you know, the, uh, the days when nobody gave a shit, you could... <laughs> I'm honored that you say we, because the reality is you don't, dude, especially starting out, you can't get through it without some of the people supporting you. Like I dude, there are days I'm just like, fuck this. And then, you know, you'll talk to Mukau or Drew or some of my buddies at, you know, at home, like, and then you're like, dude, I can't, I can't stop. I got to keep going. So mm -hmm. yeah, those types of people could absolutely say we, but yeah, dude, you start seeing, uh, you know, some success and all of a sudden you want to be homies. Nah, it don't work <laughs> that like guy that. who said with his words that he supported you from the beginning and did right. nothing else. Yeah. Exactly. Hey man, I wish you the best. Oh man, yeah. we're killing it. He said with his words, right. <laughs> he used his words. Mm -hmm. Let us not, let us not let it go without saying on this show that to support Moe's brand. Okay. To support, my brand and to support any brand, any human owned brand, any smaller business, not mm -hmm. one of the big uh, groups to support means to transact. There is no other support like cheering from the bleachers. That's cool. We'll, we'll wave at you while we walk by, like go to the store, request <laughs> the product, give them your fucking money and take the product out of the store. That is how you support a small business, and that's how you support a cigar brand, in case anyone didn't get that memo. Because I find the word support to be very interesting, uh, sure. to be used uh, very uh, fleetingly sometimes, you know. So, right. Um, sorry, I just, I, I, I went into a cheddar rage for a second. I'm sorry, I'm back. It's okay. No, dude, I, I think, I, like, it is the thing with COVID and we've talked about this a little bit, but 
when you're a smaller brand and, and, you know, Matt, your eons larger than I am. So I'm like really small brand, but like for me, and it's like being able to travel, do events, do tastings, whatever that was bridging the gap. You know, that was my way of, of at least trying to almost kind of compete with some of the bigger guys. Cause they weren't investing as much FaceTime as mm. guys like us, like, mm. or, you know, um, agreed. You know, and, and I don't want to put myself on your level, and I don't mean any disrespect by that, but I'm just saying, like, guys that don't have as big of a reach without the personal touch, right? And so, um, yeah, I mean, that that was a really tough pill to swallow this past year, right? And so, um, yeah, it's one thing to say, man, yeah, dude, I wish you the best and I hope whatever, but, yeah, we're at a time right now, man, where we need more than that, like, if we're going to get through this. Well, know? look, man. Uh, for first, uh, I would just like to say that, you know, I consider any, uh, principle of a smaller company. Um, I, I don't like to level up with folks. I, I consider all brand owners equals, quite frankly, you know, I'm not, I'm not impressed or disillusioned or unimpressed by, um, you know, I don't hang my hat on sales volume. You know, if you're out there doing it, uh, this is all I need to consider you a peer in the business, you know? Um, and that's the way I see you. So, but I appreciate that. No, I appreciate almost, that. For a, second, for a second, I was like, oh, shit, he's talking nice about that. I like that. And I was like, just relax. Just relax. Be real. So, uh, you guys don't laugh enough. You're a fucking tough crowd. <laughs> oh, no, I, I'm, I'm moving around. So, so I, I just yeah. You, so you're shifty right now. So you're shifting about. <laughs> yeah, I'm nervous. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, Mo, now there's never been a better time for you to connect with your end user consumer. I mean, when I knew that I couldn't do, perform events, I fucking celebrated. Mm -hmm. I celebrated. <laughs> no, listen to me. It's because. Because the road has been, for the last, I mean, however many years I could even count, it has been a passage of perpetually diminishing returns. It's a fucking waste of your there, time. There's a lot of truth to that. Yeah, there's a lot of truth waste, to that. Bro. You can far more effectively support your retailers by fiber optically connecting with your end user consumers and fans and potential fans and introduce your brand and yourself to far more people than you ever could have dreamt to on the road using Al Gore's internet. I well, promise you that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But here, so, okay, so, so uh, I'm just with to, you. Oh, go ahead, man. No, no, go ahead, Cal. I was just going to say, how much does it matter that you did that first, right? That you got that name recognition before all this started? Are you talking to me? Yeah. Uh, I, well, look, man, cause like if, Nothing. if th there's a potential difference there, right? Like if of I course. were to start a brand today and I've had zero right. reach with anybody, does the, is that different? And maybe well, it is, maybe it isn't. It's a question. It's not a, nothing, a leading statement. Nothing of value is without value. Although many right. of these things are somewhat intangible in nature and although we can assign, we can say, yeah, there's value there. You know, how do you. Uh, how do you evaluate, you know, the amount? What? How do you? Uh, oh my God, my English is failing me. 
fucking no, this, book out. No, What's your, the word your, I'm looking for? Your, your diction is spot on. Quantified. Right. Been using that tongue too much. It's tongue tongue tied. You know, what yeah. I'm saying? it get bro, and that's the other thing. The tongue fitness on yeah. the ass, like you will, <laughs> you will strain. Tongue like you fitness. gotta, you gotta level up. It's like yeah. a workout routine. It's a regimen. You know, if you, you will strain, and you'll be like, oh my god, my jaw. It's like you, you know, you do some new exercise, and you realize like there are parts of your body that hurt that you never realize. You're like, how is my neck and this part of my jaw? connected to you know it's a whole thing anyways not to not to completely derail off of my uh main topic here uh i definitely would assign value to that mocal but you know all we have right at this given moment is everything that we've got up until this point so all of the energy and effort and activation that mo has conducted he should be able to sit back and genuinely kind of dissect, okay, here are the strengths, here are the weaknesses, how do I play to my strengths, whilst yeah. beefing up where I can these weaknesses. And, I mean, I genuinely, yes, okay, I had a decade plus of fucking, you know, uh, the traveling the fucking, road show, uh, yeah. <laughs> ass-eating, mm-hmm. the whole thing, the whole schmear, you know. Thanks, Mo. Thanks for yeah, keeping you're it on the level. Uh, yeah. And, and that did dovetail into what we're doing now and what we did over the last year in terms of our escalated uh, social approach and our, our connectivity with our consumers. But the reality is, is, you know, that's on the, that's on the coattails of the last three years worth of work 10 times over the five before that, if that right. makes sense. Yeah, yeah if that makes sense. So it's all cyclical and you can never really take your foot off the gas, but it's critical to invest where you're going to make the most impact, man, because a dollar means more to you. A dollar means more to me. You know, and we have, we have, I mean, air quotes, competitors in market that have endless sums of money to do whatever the fuck they Mm -hmm. want, which nine times out of 10, that makes them, although they don't want to hear this sloppier operators, hundred percent. you know, you're a sniper, you can't miss one shot and they can just spray and pray all day and everybody still gets a paycheck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Except the guy that they blame for how badly they fucked up at one point. And then he gets the ax and everybody else goes about their business. What are are your thoughts on, uh, on kind of what we're seeing, you know, and maybe you see this too, but there seems to be a shift in the way brands, uh, are approaching their sales teams. Um, you know, we saw recently Miami Cigar uh, let go of a bunch of people. I remember LFD at the beginning of COVID let go of mm-hmm. a bunch of people. Now you have General, I think, was a general that is restructuring uh, mm-hmm. and created that offshoot called Forged or whatever. Was that, mm-hmm. or was it STG? I don't Yeah, whatever. I think. Yeah. Or Altatus. I don't remember. Yeah, they but doubled anyway, down on these people. It's general. Right. Okay. Yeah. So they, um, so, you know, you're seeing kind of like, a shift maybe in, in how brands go about building their approach to sales. Are you, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, what you're witnessing is the pivot and everyone's pivot is different. Right. Right. And you know, while STG is chasing this, uh, you know, this level up in the wholesale distribution uh, world, you know, other people are realizing that, you know, uh, they're paying a human being to run around as a hot body 
door-to-door -to -door retail mm -hmm. stores and that it isn't even collecting enough orders to pay their salary. You know, right. and so you see companies that are um, that are pulling back and realizing like, hey, I can more effectively service my customers from the mothership and I can actually do more for them. But it does put it does put a little bit more. Not that it didn't exist before, but now it's out in the open like, hey, there is a level of accountability that's on your side of the counter. Like mm -hmm. we have to manage this as as partners in right. order for this to be effective because I can do every single thing humanly possible to come directly up to you on my side of your counter. But there's work. There's like a dotted line that goes down the middle of that fucking counter. Mm -hmm. And you have to do the lifting. That's your job. That's right. your responsibility on a day-to-day. -day. Whilst, whilst. I, they tell me it's whilst, but I want to say whilst because it sounds yeah. Whilst you know sound, but yeah, it's technically whilst because uh, it's it's a modification of while. But yeah. I would like to say whilst. Yeah, I think that so sounds can, more classy. Can we agree that it's whilst on this? Uh, yes. Yeah. So thank you, sir. <laughs> it's from the shadows. He <laughs> gives me that vote of affirmation. So. Uh, whilst at your store, you know, piloting your business throughout the day, like there are things that you can do to make yourself more fucking money and to, and to help us help you pull that product through. Because right. every day my focus is to do whatever I can to remain responsible to the pull through of our products at retail. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's the method to my madness. So, but they have to do something too. And the day and age where everyone is going to come up and, you know, and service the account, well, you know, as the caliber of business continues to decline on a door-to-door -door basis and things get more scattered, it doesn't make any sense anymore. You know, yeah. you got to buy the, you got to buy the ticket to take the ride. You know what I mean? <laughs> is this too much? Was ass eating more real or was this more real? Wh which one is it? Which is... Which is the more uh, valuable part of this conversation? I want to know. I think it's fantastic because some of our listeners will say that first half was everything they wanted, and other ones are yeah. going to say, man, you guys dove deep into cigars in a way that you haven't for a minute. So it's going to be great. Yeah. Okay, good. So either way, we go inside deep. That's oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Good. It's the only we don't way. just prod, we explore. Only way no, to go. We, we delve yes. deeply. Yes. Yeah. It's full penetration. Yeah. Now, uh, so anyways, that's all I got. I've been running my fucking uh, suckle here, so I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, that's great. Matt, any shows that you're watching these days? Any good shows for the people? You know, man, I just revisited Less Than Zero, and okay, I just that? revisited Pulp Fiction. Oh. Nice. That around the time that Pulp Fiction came out, I watched it religiously. Mm -hmm. I loved that movie. And I probably haven't watched it. Fuck, man. I mean, 20 years. I haven't watched that movie. It was really cool to revisit those shows, man. Um, in terms of like, like episodical. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I got into this designated survivor shit for a minute. 
Uh-huh. But I, I have since I, I and I thought it was cool and interesting, but I've since lost interest. Was that the, is that the one with uh, Kiefer Sutherland? Yeah. Um, yeah, I was able to get through a couple episodes, but not that much deeper than that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was here, here's a question for you guys. Tell me. Because this got me thinking the other day because they are canceling uh, two of my favorite shows. Uh, one, uh, Ray Donovan, and uh, they're canceling Bosch, which is another uh, show that I enjoy. And then they recently canceled um, a show called Counterpart, which is absolutely yeah. fascinating. Drew and I talked about this. If you haven't watched that show, you really do have to watch it. it it's very interesting. Um, but these, for example, uh, Counterpart was canceled because they said that it was too male centric. Like the audience was too male dominated, right? Too many dudes. Right. (laughs) And I'm starting in like, okay, so you're seeing Ray Donovan, which is a very male, you know, alpha male type show. Mm -hmm. Same with Bosch. Very, you know, even though there are strong, you know, female characters within the show, it is still like focused on the, the strong. So I'm wondering, are we seeing a shift in television of having like these alpha male focused type shows? We very well may be. I mean, it would kind of make sense, you know. It would make sense with uh, the, the patterns that we've seen being established previously i think that that would make sense right i mean we can't possibly get pussified enough so let's just keep it going oh i'm sorry did i speak i i I have a problem with just saying the you know look man i love all all are welcome in my home unless you're bad and if you're actually a bad person i think you should die with agonizing ass fucking pain i don't give a fuck uh you know what your, uh, you know, uh, background, gender, any of that, like bad people die, good people continue. That's it. You know, and that, um, and I think that everybody, uh, you know, obviously people are looking for somebody point the finger at man. And I'm not saying fingers don't need to be pointed. I'm not even trying to get into that conversation. It's just like, could we pussify ourselves a bit more? Right. And, and so that is, yes. We're going to find out. Best friends with Drew. Now, okay. So now, so hey, now Drew. Here, yeah. So here's kind of where I want to bring it full circle, right back to cigars, because. <laughs> Thought I was going back to ass eating. Like this, <laughs> this pickup and increase in female participation of cigar smoking, right? Which yes. is awesome. I mean, you know, you're adding a whole demographic to a consumer group. Nobody loses in that situation, right? Correct. Um, Now, with that being said, what, how does that change how cigar companies evolve going forward in how they develop products or they, uh, you know, develop their marketing team, you know, whatever their marketing, whatever you want to call it, program, strategy, whatever. Um, 
And I think that's going to be interesting to watch over the next couple of years. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think, I think a lot of what they can do, uh, you know, many, and, and by the way, this has been an ever swelling, um, you know, addition to our community, right? Like I think there have been more and more, uh, women smokers joining our ranks over the year, ever since I've been in the business, you know, every right. year. And mm-hmm. it's been fantastic. And I see that with several different groups. And I, I love it. I love all of it. And I welcome all of it. And I think um, one of the most universal pieces of feedback that I've received. Now, this is these are just these are words that were spoken unto me in market by other human beings. So these are not my words. These are what I'm repeating. Right, right, right. Okay. Can I, we got that? Everybody out yeah. there got Clear. that? Got that listening? Yeah. Not you guys. I'm shouting over you to the people in the internet that are now listening to this because it's right. like, well, technically, oh my God, Matt, hours. ass eating and the, the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, many uh, women that have come to my events and that I've smoked with and yeah. Um, become friends with because of the cigar business. Right. I think one of the most universal pieces of input they've all given to me is that they would prefer you fucking not change anything. Like just right. don't make everything fucking pink. Right. You know, and and maybe stop offering them flavored cigars might be a good look there, <laughs> right. uh, Johnny Counter Guy. But right. my, you know, I think they just prefer to like come in and not have anything be different because sure. it shouldn't be. It, it, you know, it a hundred percent shouldn't be. Yeah, absolutely not. And I've, I've actually argued that a lot of women smokers that I encountered when I worked retail had a much more discerning palate than their male counterparts. So yeah, I mean, that was <laughs> something that I experienced anyway, but, uh, I'm not sure mm-hmm. if that, that is necessarily the case on a larger scale, but mm-hmm. I, I guess part of it too is it, Look, man, as, as somebody that, you know, wants to respect themselves and respect the people around them, I, I feel like some forces in the cigar industry try to perpetuate this, like, sex sell stuff a little too much. And I think that that diminishes um, how far the female consumer has come in, in like, the world of cigars, if that well, makes now, sense. Well, now, hold on a second. Yeah. Now, Mukau, back me up on this, because I think Mukau might might agree with me, but, you know, uh, I've built my entire cigar brand on my sexuality. So sex does so. Dudes want me. That's you true. You what I'm saying? Yeah. But you're not taking I, sexy pics of yourself. Every picture he's in. But, like, it's not... Thank you, bro. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you're hot, but... But that, the focus isn't like you wanna you wanna have sex with me. The focus is, I have these awesome things. I'm an awesome person. Enjoy this shit. But and I'm not because even, of that. You probably want to have sex with me. Is that what you're but, saying? Or you, you're not getting? But but <laughs> maybe it's ass eating. I don't know. This is like Thank a you. mating call. But here, look, <laughs> it's not just it's not just about what the individual is putting out there. It is what some. I don't, want to, I don't want to call anybody. It, it is certain industry participants, call it, uh, not individuals, that that exploit some of this stuff and, and try to use it to further what they're doing. 
right? Look, man, I mean, I think in anything you're going to come across that. I mean, sure. there's never been a dude in a thong on the cover of Lowrider magazine, okay? No. I think there's a reason for that, right? No, and there, I, sh- there awesome. should and be. You should that. do it. Can you imagine that? Like, we <laughs> should do a cover. That's what we're going to do. We're going to do a, no, a spoof not. cover of Lowrider. We're absolutely not going to do that. I'm in. I'll and do we're going to get Joe from Club Humidor in a Room 101 thong <laughs> in front of a sick, like, 62 Impala. Yeah, all right. It's going to be, yeah. And then there will be a mural on the hood of me holding <laughs> you. Nice. Like the, the Aztec feet, like, mural. Spooning? But, like, we'll be in, uh, like, uh, like, astronaut costumes. It'll be dope. That, that's hot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, I mean, that's just kind of what I came up with on the fly. We but should get, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's food for thought. It's food for thought. But you know what I'm saying, man. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that there's the, you know, it's just like the, you know, the auto parts calendar that's got, uh, you know, a girl for every month and holding like, oh, my God, look, it's the new alternator. Uh, right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Or the or the you know, there's this company, uh, there's this work boot uh, warehouse in Southern California. And they used to take out like the small, like super shitty billboards. You, you know, the ones, uh, those ones that are like the size of the, the Lamborghini poster you had in your bedroom as a kid. And they're up in like the finer parts of town. So like there would be a woman in Daisy Dukes, but with like a pair of bitchin' like red wing boots on or something, you know? Mm-hmm. And it would say work boot warehouse. And I'd drop I, every time I drop out, I was like, man, I really I gotta get some boots, you know? Like I'm trying to get some boots now. <laughs> and I would always make that joke because it's fucking ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? It's absolutely yeah. ridiculous, but at the same time, this is like some of this is just standard fare as people somehow think they should be presenting merchandise, right? Sure. Uh, and I think we're, we're changing that. Um, but for every person or mindset we change, there's another one that's, that's got the, you know, the AutoZone calendar. So, I mean, what are we going to do? Yeah. I guess I would argue there's want- certain places that that works and other places it doesn't work. And mm-hmm. the place that I see that it doesn't work very well is social media because it does draw attention, but it almost never draws attention to the product, right? If I've got that calendar Correct. hanging up, I'm looking up at that calendar and it's got the product on there all the time. So it's drawing me to the product mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Social media, you flip through, you look at, oh man, that chick is hot, you know, double tap, like move on. <laughs> well, And this is, this has been the problem since day one with IG bro, because yeah. there are these, uh, uh, models they're I'm, I'm making, I, I want the, the inflection in my voice to yeah. illustrate the fact that I'm making an air quotes symbol with my hand. Right. I'm saying, mm-hmm. no, but there are these, okay, thank you. I, <laughs> I wanted to make it clear for everyone. You know? Right. No, absolutely. Uh, clarity in communication is yeah. key. So from day one, you'd have check out this bitch and protein shake, uh, deal that I've got, or, whatever and it would be the girl holding the item yeah and from day one that was a fail for product marketing it's forever (laughs) been a fail for product marketing and if you think that's what is going to get eyes on your product knock yourself out yeah go for it in fact if my competitors actually i think for my competitors this is the direction they should take absolutely (laughs) it couldn't happen to a better group of people have fun it's an <laughs> industry tip from Matt Booth right there. Get you some girls and have them hold your product up and put it on the Instagram, pay them money. Yeah. 
and right. have a nice weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Let us know what the ROI is on that. Minus. It starts. It's in the so, color red, and there's a subtraction. There's a subtraction. Yeah, a fucking parentheses the size of Nebraska on there. Yeah, but yeah, no, you're 100 percent, man. I get it. I, I'm I'm totally uh, lockstep with you on that whole deal, man. Yeah. Anyway, just anyway, you guys got anything else? I apologize. We're we're running well over an hour here, and and so I don't want to take up any more stupid questions that I have. So, Drew, Cal. <laughs> Just one, one quick clarification on this last piece, too. I think there are plenty of women and men, everybody out there, who are actual influencers. Correct. Like they actually influence what product people would smoke, and they'll look at what they're smoking, and they'll care. 100. Yeah. 100. So there, there can even be an overlap in that Venn diagram. I'm not saying it's impossible. Of I'm just course. saying people yeah. are no, stupid about who they pick, right? Just for right. our listeners. I know you guys agree. I just want to make sure our listeners understand, too, that, like, I don't want to say that every time a company pays, you know, some beautiful woman to do something, they're doing it wrong. They might be doing it right. A lot of time, they're doing it wrong. Most of. From day one in this business, I wanted to create a men of the cigar industry calendar. <laughs> and no one has ever taken me seriously. I'm you in. Hear it, Let's do it. it. Here on Salt and Salt, <laughs> I want to create the fireman calendar for the cigar business. Just yeah, but all, can you imagine how disgusting out, that would be? No, yeah. Drew said he's in. It's at I'm least in. one twelfth good. I'm, yeah, I'm in for real. We'll talk about this. Yeah. yeah, just a box. Hold a box of cigars over your junk, and yeah. fucking get in there, Mister October, right there. Done. You know. Yep. No, I'm down. I'm you serious. All that man meat in there. You know what I'm saying? Like all those cats. Like mm. I could go down the cast of who I would want in the calendar, man. You know, <laughs> it would be delightful. <laughs> Go on. You're listening. <laughs> <laughs> well, who would you put in? Yeah, like, let's hear. Yeah, I mean, let's hear 12 months. Why, why stop my now? My boy, my dear friend, Tom Lazuka, 100% <laughs> draft pick number one, the Monstro, in there. Boom. I'm going to put Pete Johnson in there as the, the reigning uh, king of boutique, right? Yeah. I would have put Kaizad in there, but he's kind of, that's kind of, I don't want to get our I don't think that is applicable anymore, right? I think. Yeah, I think he's so, basically he, gone from vocabulary. Hmm. Right. I would put my man Big Delicious in there, though, 100%. Who's that? Abe Dabahaba. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. He would I do it, wouldn't he? Oh, for he's sure crazy. he'd do it. For sure he'd yeah. do it, man. Um, you got to go with one of the Patels, okay? <laughs> yeah. You have to. You have to. Um, I'm going to say Nimish, quite frankly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, ser- bro, I'm serious. This is, this is a legitimate idea. And bro, we I... get this shit made at Kinko's. It'll be fucking tight for life. I mean, if there's money to be made, I mean, I'm all for it, I guess. Yeah, but man, we'll monetize the shit out of this. We got to take sponsors because the cigars have to, you know. Oh, yeah. I'm Cigar fixing out will be all over this. Yeah. You know. No, and, and every person, if they're affiliated with a company, you know, the idea is, you know, hey, maybe they'll, you know, they'll throw us a little scrilla yeah, for the, you know, the development times. of the product. Yeah, you know. All right. So we have, what is that, six guys? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think, I, I think I we're up to Jaboon. But I think, I think I would be. No, you I, have to I, be. I yeah, feel, you got to be. You know, I'm yeah. a provocateur. 
But we'll shorts. save you for December because you saved the best for last. So now you still got June, <laughs> July, August, September, October, November. Well, you got to go. Oh, my God. Hold on. I got to. Boom. Good. I just scheduled my, my thing. Okay. Sorry. I was multitasking. <laughs> so. All right. Now, now no one is off limits. I, I like the idea of having it brand centric, but I definitely think that there are uh, some retailers in the game that, that right, that are I, icons. Well, themselves. you named one. Yeah, you got Abe in there already. Yeah, you got Abe in there already. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. He's a triple threat because he's got brand game, club game, retail game. So mm -hmm. he's good. He, mm -hmm. he satiates that, right? Okay. <laughs> triple threat. Yeah, triple threat, bro. Triple right. threat. Um, I like being put on the spot for this because this is a good this is a good session. I keep wanting to say Michael Herklotz. I was okay. waiting for that. If you don't put I, him in there, what the fuck? I don't know that he'd do it, though. I, well, it's not he a He might choice. do it for me. Because I have yeah. a, many people do things for me that they would not do for others, you know. It's, uh, Eating ass? Uh, you know, hey, uh, <laughs> there are many things uh, on this laundry list of delights, uh -huh. sir. Right. I don't know, you, you get know. Michael into like a vest or something, he would do it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm honestly seeing, bro, this is so crazy that you said that because I'm seeing like old school Americana, like the the kit that the parents would buy the kid in the fifties that was a fan of like the Westerns. Yeah. So he'd have like the Western vest and like a, a nice little hat kind of deal, you know? So, and he might not do it, but I, I would, I would petition him hard, you know, I, I would, I would do the personal like, Hey, I need you. I need you, man. Pete probably wouldn't do it for me. He, he would be shy, you know? Uh, so I got to have a backup for Pete, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say he would be my choice. Surrogates Dan. Well, it doesn't have to be in the same camp. We could do. Oh, it. okay. You know what we should do, bro? Just you know what we to. do? They they would do it together, like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Mm, That's what. Yeah. They, so it'd yeah. be the, the the tatouage family. Mm -hmm. A la carte. Just like that, <laughs> they would be themselves a group photo for the month. I think that that's hot. That'd be that's good. Okay. Stop, you know okay um you, you gotta you gotta get a reviewer or uh something like that in there cigar media oh. okay so part of the new media okay Ooh. I, mean, I got <laughs> somebody in mind i got somebody in mind i'm not gonna say it but go ahead <laughs> well look man i have this perpetual i'm gonna have to put coop in there bro yeah <laughs> I mean that's a whole lot, of man. That's I mean that's that's Sejuan right there. That's that's you, you get that guy in a top hat. You got you got yourself something going, bro. Top <laughs> for real, the top hat Mukai. I was so going for for Eric uh, Gutterslut from from uh, the dojo. Because oh, that's he and I one. have this little this little uh, you know back and forth kind of thing where I make him feel uncomfortable with my advances. My right. air quotes, unwanted air quotes, advances. <laughs> yeah, um, they're wanted. I think Coop, for sure. So, yeah. uh, but I think Coop, man. I mean, Coop was one of the first people, you know, that I met coming into the business. It was his first year as well when I started. We've always mm -hmm. had 
you know, good relationship. And, and so I, I would like, I would like Cooper in there with the top okay. hat for sure. All right. Bow tie. Bow, bow tie. Oh yeah. Bow tie, no, he's, he's full nice. classy. And then the cuffs, right? The, like the, the, Ooh, yeah. the French cuff joint, like the Chippendales action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're also doing wardrobe at the same time. It's amazing. It's incredible how things come together. See, this is these are the types of conversations that take this idea that you've had for a long time and turn it into a reality. Because this has been a no, no, that's it. I was traveling in the DC area with my dear. Oh my God, Joe Holtman should be in it. Fuck, we know Joe Holtman. Mm -mm. DC. No, Mm. he has to be in it. Because he was there when this this idea at the the moment for the genesis of this fucking idea, I was in like an old school cigar shop with him in D.C. Mm-hmm. and they were they were razzing him about the fact that they didn't have the new uh, Camacho calendar. This mm-hmm. is like back at like one of the first trips I ever took, mm-hmm. and I and I told these guys I was like actually. Actually, uh, there's a delay because they've changed the formatting and we're actually going to have the, you know, the men of Camacho calendar. Right. And, you know, and these guys, they looked at me and they looked at him and they, they were they're like, who the fuck is this? Guy? Get this guy the fuck out of our store. <laughs> you know, yeah. it was amazing. So but from that moment, I thought, you know, we got to do this. Men of the cigar industry. All right. So now you Top have fire. October, November left. We got to get some man meat from Texas in here. There's mm-hmm. some big juicy some bitch in Texas that's got to be in this calendar, uh, you know, right? I mean, Lone Star. Maybe Keith Rumbo. That name He's the owner weird. of Club Humidor. Yeah, that's weird. Okay, he'd be in it, and a good friend of mine. Okay, <laughs> they have to be willing to say yes. That's, that's yeah, the hard part. he he would say yeah. He'd be like, uh, when when are we? Shooting and will I need to fly or are you sending the photographer to me? Right. Yeah. That will be that will be uh, a resounding yes. Okay. So now we got November. I, am I just supposed to pick everybody, or are you guys? There's only one left. There's only one left. I mean, this is your calendar. This is your baby. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the we're, big we're, miss. That's we're just all I'm the conduit. <laughs> Come on, Mookow. What's the big miss? And it's going to be like. Hiding in plain sight, too, man. Well, you got to pick your last one. Son of a bitch. This is a trap. (laughs) Son of a bitch. All right, fine. Let me go through the states real quick. Hold on. I'm thinking of folks. (laughs) That dude that falls asleep on the POS at that shop in Knoxville. No. (laughs) You know know the one. You know. Um, Fuck, man, I'm going to go Phil Ledbetter out of Chicago. Phil Ledbetter. Why does that mean from the Is he uptown? Oh, oh, Phil. Yeah, uptown Phil. Yeah. Mm. That would be fucking hilarious. Absolutely. Yeah. He'd wear a monocle in his. (laughs) Yeah. He's got, yeah. Hey, Hey, Drew. Yeah. Who's the fourth member of our podcast? Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh, Trap is sprung. Yeah. Uh, he should be in it. He should be. Uh, right. he's, he's busy doing his own thing. 
Well, I mean, Drew's going to represent, you know, he's going to represent the conflict. (laughs) (laughs) And and some of these guys might not be willing and, you know, and then they're just going to, hey, man, we're just going to tap the next uh, contestant on the shoulder. Yeah. So funny aside, uh, my friends and I actually made a calendar like this in college for our, our floor that we lived Amazing. on in college. So see how advanced he is. It's real easy. Yeah, a man before. So yeah, he's... Mm-hmm. we sold him for a couple bucks for charity. It was great. Advanced, bro. Well done. Well, I think we've covered a lot here. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. A lot of we've covered a lot of ground here, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. We've breathed some some new life into some topics. That's for sure. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it would be critical. Like, if anyone at all is is left uh, listening at this point, you yeah, know that they that. need to reach out and get in touch. Uh, submissions for the calendar. Uh, mm. You know, suggestions, nominations, <laughs> rather. You know. Uh, and uh, and you know. Uh, you know anything on the uh, the first to- the headlining topic of the conversation that they want to put in right. on? Please do. So to speak. Mm-hmm. Please do. So one final question, and this is a very quick, easy one. Uh, uh, Matt, since you also make a gin, would you call yourself uh, a liquor who makes liquor? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You see what I'm talking about, you boy. Look, he's a legend. <laughs> he what a fucking legend. Really? Oh my is. god. You know what? And and to answer your question, Mukau, yes. Yes, I would, but thank you for asking. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Thanks, bro. He, he's been waiting all podcast for that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 2021 marketing strategy. <laughs> <Pergolator>. <laughs> a liquor for the liquors. Nice. Mm-mm-mm. Well, uh, next week, boys. We'll, we'll continue yes, this. I'll, I'll, I'll see you then. We'll just <laughs> we should. Don't forget, folks. Smoke Room One Hundred One. Buy Room One Hundred One. Great cigars. Great dude. So, Thank you, thanks man. a lot for coming, man. Thanks, man. No, man I appreciate you coming on, dude. Uh, yeah, man. No, I appreciate the time. I had a great time. Good conversation. Yeah. Always a pleasure. Always. All right, we'll circle on that other conversation later because I, I don't have the bandwidth any any longer. Yeah. And I want <laughs> I am uh, depleted. Yeah. But uh, but we shall have it. And and we'll figure this calendar out. Maybe it's the Sultans of Smoke uh, calendar. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> you you got to shoot bigger than that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all right. You guys take care. Take it easy, man. Have a good night. Thanks. Cheers. Later. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's uh, episode of the Sons of Smoke Cigar Cast. Make sure you guys are checking us out on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, direct message us. Um, email the Sons of Smoke at gmail.com if you got any questions, comments for the show. And we will catch you guys next week. Thanks. <laughs>